Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program. The no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Marie Hernandez with Marie Hernandez Coaching. Welcome, Marie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about your practice, who you serve in, and how you're doing it. Well, my practice is quite unique, I have to admit myself. I am a digital entrepreneur, business coach, and I mostly help women who want to venture into maybe leaving corporate or starting over or just really want to venture into something absolutely new, start a digital business, but all of my clients come to me with the passion for travel. And that's what I do. I travel the world and work from anywhere. And so I help them break into that kind of digital entrepreneur space and travel via sponsored travel, which is quite unique as well. Well, what's your backstory? How did you get into coaching? I So 11 years ago, I uh, traveled to Singapore where I was there to support my then husband. And um, I've, I've always loved travel. My father was a military guy and we traveled the world. And I knew that was going to play a part somewhere along the line. But uh, I had my six children first <laughs> and raised them and then ventured over to Singapore and started this tiny little blog and uh, got by quite by accident into the world of sponsorship, there was really not much there in terms of teaching it or learning it. And I, I kind of like a dog with a bone. So I jumped into that and figured out how I could make that something that would sustain my travel and uh, did that for quite a long time. And then um, about six years ago, I uh, woke up one day and my life had completely changed uh, long story short, I found myself really with no source of income, 10,000 miles away from any kind of support system. And um, yeah, I had to start over and uh, filed for divorce, came back to the U.S., made my way back to the U.S. with 16 cents in the bank <laughs> and uh, decided that I was the only one that was going to get me out of this one. So um, did a lot of soul searching, did a lot of healing spent a lot of time falling in love with myself, learning those really hard lessons. And then I decided, I uh, made a promise to myself and my then coach that I was going to give back in any way I could. Um, and then I realized that um, I had a, there was a lot of women specifically in my same kind of situation. And um, what joined us was that love and passion for traveling. Who doesn't want to travel the world? Who doesn't want to create a life where they can travel anywhere in the world and see amazing destinations? But it really takes that uh, that kind of empowerment, empowering yourself to start over and to really learning about yourself. And I did that because of a trip. I had taken a trip to, to uh, Tuscany for three months by myself. And it was the first time in my life that I had been by myself. You know, I went from my childhood home to my marital home and to another one and another one, raised my children, came back to, you know, a, a ch my childhood home and realized I needed to uh, to heal myself by spending some time with myself. And I did that in, in Tuscany. 
um, that brought me to that to that point where you know I'm a pretty I'm a pretty great person. I have a lot to offer and uh, a lot of soul searching and a lot of healing. And then I decided I was going to give back, and that's what I do. I I've I've put set myself up and created this beautiful business in which I can get not only give back but continue to travel the world on sponsorship and teach other people how to do that. So now when you were making the transition, like you're going through this traumatic experience and you were mm-hmm. kind of reassessing where my life's at and what I want to do and um, kind of, I guess, reframe what was happening to you and try to, to make something positive and fulfilling out of it. Was there, was it always, okay, this is something I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to kind of control my destiny here. Was there any thoughts of, well, I got to get a job. Like a lot of people would say, you know, they're going through this. Let me regroup. I'll get a job, you know, just get some income coming in. But it sounds like you were pretty focused in on, okay, I'm going to, this is, I'm the master of my own ship here. I'm going to be the one steering this and I'm going to try to control as much as I can control. That's exactly what it was. I could have gone back and gotten, um, I was a digital, um, I was a video editor and um, director in my previous life. And I could have gone back and struggled in the corporate world again. And I decided that I wasn't going to do that. And I, I said to myself, if I choose that, if I just, even if I went and got a part-time job, it would take too much attention away from this small empire that I wanted to create. I wanted to create a world in which I had complete control. And part of that healing was to realize that I was giving my happiness, the responsibility of my happiness to someone else. And I was no longer willing to do that. And that meant, you know, struggling, that meant figuring it out. And that meant also being diving head head first into that entrepreneurial world where I was going to take control of every aspect of the business that I was going to create and my life. So it really wasn't, um, I had already arrived knowing that that was the road I was going to take regardless of the outcome. You know, I that wasn't thinking of the outcome. I was thinking of then that right there. And it didn't matter to me what it was going to take. It was, I just was, was determined to succeed. So, yeah. And it was always built around this kind of sponsored travel or some part of either doing more of that and or teaching other people how to do that. Exactly. So because I had started that a few years before, it was very familiar to me. And and it did fall by the wayside for a while, while I had to heal, because that was the number one thing. My number one concern was not to repeat mistakes, not to fall back on what I had been doing all my life up to that point. I was 50 when I started over. You know, I had spent 50 years, you know, making everybody else happy and doing things that they wanted and trying to do things for me, but realistically not. So um, yeah, I, I absolutely had to take control of that and sponsored travel and travel in general was going to play a part. I wasn't sure at that point how I had not created a, a program yet. I, I had just been traveling the world and being wined and dined on sponsorship, but I, I wasn't teaching it. I wasn't coaching on it at all. The unique aspect, what I wanted to bring to it was there is no other program like mine. Absolutely not. I, I can say that 100%. Um, because it's a live teaching program, but also I wanted to mix in that part of self-discovery and of the importance of, of finding yourself and being true to yourself and empowering yourself to get to a point where you do want to move forward and travel the world and be comfortable doing it. And, and whether you're with somebody or when, whether you're not, it, that was, that was the unique aspect of what I wanted to put together. So it was, it was, 
for me, I knew what I wanted to do, but it was uh, getting there, that bridging that gap and finding a way there that I needed to uh, to learn and to discover. Well, let's educate the listener on some terms that uh, you're using that maybe not everyone's familiar with. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about what sponsored travel means and um, how does one go about getting a sponsor to travel? Absolutely. So sponsored travel is essentially, without going deeply into every aspect of it, is an exchange of service. So in, in exchange, and it's mostly surrounded around uh, social media. So in exchange for exposure for your sponsor, and that could be anything. I've been sponsored by beautiful villas and wineries and you know hot air balloon companies and tours and restaurants and big hotels and small hotels and Maldives, you know, over the water bungalows, you name it, I've been sponsored by them. But it's what you're exchanging. So no money changes hands at first. It's just that exchange. You experience what they have to offer. And then you you actually tell talk about your experience in magazines, on other blogs, and on your social media. So before you even get to that point, there's a process of building your social media and your presence in a way that people respect and um, believe in what you have, what you're saying. You know, it's it's not just showing up with a picture and saying, hey, I was here, you should be there too. It's there's much more involved. The idea behind it also is once you receive these sponsorships and these experiences, it's that one-on-one, that's that one-on-one connection that you have with your sponsors that you want to build and cultivate as well. Because by doing that, they trust you. And then many times I've gone on, because I'm also in the marketing world, I've gone on to monetize that because they're my first line of contact if they need my service. And so I can go to them and say, hey, you need social media marketing, or do you need marketing in general? Or do you need me to uh, bring a retreat group there? And so that's where the payment comes in later down the line, because they trust me. So it's not just about getting that initial. And I, I don't like I don't like it all when someone uses the word free, like, oh, I got a hotel room for free. You didn't you have to do some work for that. And they certainly have to do work for on their end as well. So it's a sponsorship, it's a collaboration, and it's mainly for social media because we live on this global stage now, right? Especially nowadays, and everybody goes to social media for everything. So my following sees me experiencing these beautiful and amazing places, and I recommend them based on my experience, and then they want to go as well. And so that's that's the exposure that you're giving for your sponsor. Then hopefully later on, if you offer a service that they're interested in, or if you want to have a retreat there, I have dozens and dozens of students who are actual retreat leaders and they bring their based on my recommendation and their experience many of them go and experience as well and then they bring groups there that's ideally what the sponsorship is looking for so it's it's kind of a win-win situation on both sides now uh but it sounds like there it's a chicken and the egg thing also like um in order to attract a uh, sponsor, you have to have some minimum viable audience or is that uh, not necessarily so? so? It doesn't. I think one of the biggest questions is, is, oh, I need to have like, you know, a massive following. Right. I have to be a Kardashian in order to get the. Yes, I have to have a Kardashian. You absolutely do not. That's, they're actually not looking for that. They're looking for engaged following. So you can have 500 people who are very engaged with your social media or even less. When I first when I received my first sponsorship, I, ha- I received four days of an over-the-water bungalow 
in Indonesia. It was amazing. I had less than a thousand followers on all my social media. But what I did is I connected with other people that was also willing to help me expose them. And I did other things for them. I created this package, this social media marketing package for them that they that was very attractive and they wanted to work with me. So it's not just about, it's about the engagement and the eyes that will be able to see at, there, what you have to say to your audience and the likelihood that it'll convert into a sale for them. There's no expectation. Like the expectation is that you're going to give them what you promise, but they don't expect you to, you know, that someone comes and says, Hey, I'm staying here specifically because of Marie. The likelihood is there because of the way that the package is set up. And it obviously it works because, you know, I know I follow up and I do send people to places, but you can't guarantee that, right? We can't. We can never, there is no guaranteeing, especially in the marketing world. We can't guarantee that our commercial or our book is going to garner uh, payment for a service. But the likelihood is is the, the more engaged you are with your audience and where you're placing, what, what you're offering them in terms of marketing, you're, the likelihood is that you will draw attention to their to their service or their their facility. And like you said, it's an exchange of value. The value they're giving you to give you a room in a place that's not a hundred percent filled every single day is a minimum right. actual cost on their part. <laughs> I mean, it it's is. very well, generous, but it's not it, exactly money out of their pocket necessarily that much. It, it is and it isn't. So we, we also have to remember that someone has to clean that room. So they do have to pay for that. You're likely almost every single time if you're going to be staying at a hotel or a villa or a and b you're going to get a meals with that as well. So, you know, they're, they're, they're paying for food. They're paying for the chef to cook your food. They're paying for the staff service. So the ROI is very important. In, in the in sponsored travel your their return on your their investment and your return on your investment as well so you can't shortchange yourself either because it's not just showing up and enjoying it's actual work you know you have to make sure you're getting the right videos and for me I offer video professionally edited video I'll, I'll bring a team you know and I've built myself up before you know before, years ago it was just me would go with a camera and and I set up and set it up in a way that it was beautiful and did little videos, but now I'm bigger. And so, and that's the idea of all my students. They want to get to that point. And I no longer have to pitch either, but I bring a team, a drone expert and a photographer and a videographer I use. And then, you know, that's, we, we really bring a lot to the table and they know that. So again, it's, it's, that return on investment is extremely important. You have to weigh both sides out. Um, you know, you can't expect to kind of get the, the penthouse in, you know, the Bellagio for a picture on Facebook. It's not going to work that way, but there is a way to get it. So, you know, that's, that's what the, that's what I teach as well. Right. And you have to look at it through their eyes, like in exchange, mm -hmm. they're giving you this wonderful experience, but also they're getting a piece of content that's going to live forever on the internet. And if it's a really Absolutely. good piece of content, that's going to be working for them 24, seven, 365 from this point forward. Absolutely. Exactly. And if you offer video like myself, um, like I stay in Italy, I, I have a whole month's worth of sponsorships in September. I'll be going to Tuscany. I'm working with the tourism board in Sicily. So I have weeks and part of those weeks where I'm creating videos for their website or for their social media. Now that's theirs forever. You know, they can use that and repurpose it and use it again forever. Like I give them the rights to that. So I'm, I'm a big fan of over-delivering. I tend to over-deliver. I like doing it because what happens is when I arrive, I end up getting, I end up getting treated like, you know, like a king or queen, I should say. So 
that's always the, that's the idea as well. And then I get repeat. So they'll invite me to come back anytime I want. They'll invite me for new tours that they add to their services, or they'll recommend me to other people. So it's an ongoing type of thing. And, and like I said, I've monetized many, many of my sponsorships over the years into uh, paying clients. And then the deliverable you're giving to them is some polished pieces, right? That are, you know, a uh, kind of a video log of your travels or the experiences that you're having. But are you also giving them kind of generic B-roll that they can use in other things? For myself, depending, it, it depends on the sponsor. It depends, again, on that ROI. For me, I do. For I have photographers and videographers that are um, that do take as students. I also have many, many retreat leaders and independent travel agents. They do this as well. The idea for them is yes to take picture, yes to take, and you know, an iPhone video is perfectly fine. I mean, the quality is fine. You know, we have smartphones now that are perfectly fine, and that's going to live forever. But their potential is different than mine. So the potential for them to 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 bring in groups of people and retreats there that money surpasses what I'm giving them in terms of just, you know, not just, I mean, I really, you know, I hired the top people to put together a beautiful uh, video for them for their social media and website. But um, yeah, it just depends on what your expertise is. You know, I also have, you know, coaches, I have lots of coaches as, as clients as well, and they're going to hold a retreat there maybe once a year, or they're going to bring um, a small group there, or they're just going to go back themselves as a paying client. So it's really the potential of future, um, future bookings, future money for them that's that they're really interested in so it's it 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 does it does depend on what you do and what your specialty is so now let's talk about your uh, coaching clients are your coaching clients coming to you because they want to get into your business specifically or is this something they want to just add to their portfolio of services and leverage some sponsor travel maybe as kind of a spice in their own kind of more traditional coaching practice Exactly. So most the people, my clients, my coaching clients, so I have a mastermind that's called Mastering Sponsored Travel. And it's, it's a six month mastermind that takes you right from the beginning. If you've never heard of it, we have, we, we dive into your social media and your messaging and your marketing that's going to attract those sponsors initially, all the way down to getting a sponsorship. But what's unique about my mastermind is it's lifetime. Because think life changes, right? We've just gone into COVID and people are like, oh my gosh, in the travel industry, billions of dollars have been lost. However, I maintained and was still able to get sponsorships throughout all of 2020 and the rest of my year in 2021 because of, of the promise that you're making when we can travel again, that'll never go away. So where people were kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do? We're never going to be able to travel again. That's not feasible. That's not possible. Of course, we're going to travel again. Where I'm already set up and my students are already set up with sponsorships because they worked on that throughout those throughout the downtime, which was a perfect time to do that. So I offer a lifetime access to my mastermind. So if you, some of my students from five years ago, hop on now and hear about the changes and about the way the, the marketing changes and the, and the market itself, tourism changes and we exchange, you know, contacts and it's just a beautiful group of people, but it's important for me to offer that. So it's not kind of like here, I've taught you now I'm going to drop you and figure it out on your own. So the people who come to me know 
that that's part of it. So it's an added value that continues to go on, but they also know that they're going to be connected to the, to the source. Like I have been doing this for 11 years. I have thousands of contacts around the world. My pitch letter is offered and I, we, we, I do a done for you where I'll dive into your business with you. So it's the, the pro they come to me to add it to their services so that they can go on and whether they're coaches or whether they're, you know, retreat leaders or independent travel agents, they can add that. It's a different aspect, a different way of attracting business for them as well. Now, are some of them just traditional business coaches that are out there, you know, serving kind of just generic business people? And then this is a kind of a side thing that, oh, periodically every year we go on a retreat and then I'm going to leverage my knowledge about this as a way to kind of make that happen on a, you know, maybe quarterly, annually, or whatever rhythm makes sense. Absolutely. I have lots of, of um, traditional coaches in my, in as students, and that's exactly what they do. So because it's, especially now, people want to have the experience or at least know a little bit about where they're going to go. So to take a weekend prior to your retreat and, and experience it on sponsorship, with, you know, and that's the thing, that's the potential promise that you're going to bring back your group of retreat of your retreat back to that facility. You have to experience it first because nothing's nothing is worse than setting up this retreat and concentrating on the curriculum and knowing exactly what you want to do, but showing up and it's nothing what you expected because you've never been there before, especially internationally. So it's nice to be able to incorporate sponsored travel, take a weekend or take a week experience it on your own, know what you know, what you're going to do and offer your retreat participants and have that under your belt. So yes, lots of them come to me for that knowledge as well. So now what are the specific programs? You mentioned this mastermind that sounds like a lifetime, like once you're in the community, you get to stay in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, What are the other kind of services and programs you offer? So I also offer something that's called create your shift. And what that is, is actually the mindset part of that. And that that's also based on my experience. So we dive deep into why you're stuck, where you are now in your life. And, and the, the people that come to be, it's specific to women 45 and over, because a lot of us find ourselves in that, that spot where we're, okay, now I have to start over. What do I do? And we have ideas. We, we all love something in life, right? We all have a passion for something. We're born with it. It's innate in us to have a passion and a desire to do something. And we just don't know how to get there. So that bridges that gap. Uh, I, I like, I nicknamed it from there to here because it is, you're there, you're in this space, not knowing. And a lot of it has to do with fear. So this dives into the fear of starting over. We get a little bit into the business end of it, but we start off with where you are now how to rewire your thinking and your your love for yourself and your ability to to say yes i deserve this and then we move into the possibilities and knowing that your passion can become a way of life and if you and most of them almost all of them are digital i i uh, i cater to digital entrepreneurs so although i i understand that people might want to brick, brick and you know brick and mortar if they're maybe a physical therapist or something that's fine but i it's for me it's the digital part of it so that they can travel so everybody in my world is is a travel lover and then uh the, the way that you're attracting these folks cuz this sounds like almost two different businesses like one is uh attracting kind of these uh sponsors and partners mm-hmm. in the travel and hospitality world, and then now also attracting coaches who are, might be going through this second act 
and wanting to kind right. of uh, reboot their life maybe in a different way tangentially from where they had been previously. Right. It does sound like two biz- different businesses, but uh, but it is not. One, definitely, it is, it's like a puzzle piece. It's two pieces to a puzzle, and it definitely fits. What almost always happens is people are very attracted by my lifestyle and by the sponsored travel, and they learn about that. But while we're going through this six-month period of building all of this, that's where a shift happens, and that's why I call it Create Your Shift, because they're like, wait a minute. I really think I want to do, I want to change up a little bit or do this. And I want to work on my passion and I want to do the sponsored travel and bring other people into this world. So there's always that kind of shift. So that's really why there's two separate, you know, sides to the coin, so to speak. It is one coin, but it really, it's, it's fascinating to me how often, especially the women, because I do in, in mastering sponsored travel, there's men and women because Everybody loves to travel, you know, men and women love to travel, but it's specifically the women who know that I've started over, who know I started at 50 and I created this small empire of mine and I get to travel and and live anywhere and coach and they want the same thing. So they realize there is a shift there that they need to make and they'll come to me. So it, it works that way. So now for you personally, what's the most rewarding part? Is it like going, traveling the world and seeing and experiencing these wonderful places? Or is it, you know, maybe helping a woman go through something that's difficult and, and kind of reframe her life and help her get to a new level? It's, it's an interesting question. And I get asked that a lot. It's, I can't say it's an equal love, but travel is just amazing to me. And I love what I do. And the biggest part of the sponsorship for me is the connection to the owners. Because like I said, it's smaller places. It's the, it's the boutique hotels, it's the vineyards and the villas and those, you know, the small, maybe single or one or two people own a tour company. I love, love being able to connect into a wider audience and to help them. And so it's that connection. I make friends and I stay there, but it's really the connection with the women. When I see that shift in them, when I see that aha moment, I get to experience with them and let them know and help them to get there to that point where they're saying, I want to live life my way. And it's often just helping them through that fear and and helping them, showing them the tools and helping them to understand that they're worthy of that and, and helping them to empower themselves. So my love that, that really is the connection for me is that, that's that knowing that I have gone through it, knowing that I've been there and seeing them get there is just, it's just a blessing for me. And then watching them get their first sponsorship because it all comes together into a, a beautiful little package. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. When you're able to help someone through a difficult time and have that light bulb go off and saying, yes, I can do this. I am capable. I am worthy enough to take this uh, journey. Uh, That must be very powerful and rewarding. It really is. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to witness. And I just, I feel I'm always living in gratitude for being able to be the one to see that and witness it and have helped them. Yes. And if somebody wants to learn more and kind of just check out your work, probably see some of your uh, travels and or uh, learn about your coaching, uh, is there a website? There is. It's uh, mariehernandezcoaching.com. Well, Marie, congratulations on all the success. It's really an inspirational and amazing story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 